Hi, everybody. Welcome to A Therapist and a Lawyer Walk Into a Bar. I am Caitlin, one of your co-hosts, and I'm the therapist. And we're joined by my husband, John, who is our resident lawyer. Yeah, a lawyer in residence. Yeah. Isn't that like artist in residence? Yeah. yeah. So I'm a lawyer. <clears throat> yeah. Sometimes I think I should utilize you more, you know? <sighs> me me as well. To me, you mean? Yeah. Wait. I'm, I'm a resource here that's... Oh, you think I should utilize you more? Yeah. Yeah, I often like read stuff like... Um, I don't know what I was reading today, but it's something like maybe about like tax write-offs. And it was like, oh, legal fees. And I was like, oh, right. I could like ask you... And not that I'm trying to pull off like legally nefarious things, but it's something that I don't consider that I have as kind of a reason. Not that you're, I mean, like, let's say I, I got myself into some kerfuffle. Can you be my lawyer? How does that work? Is there? Mm, no, I think that would be an ethical. Okay. But yeah. I could see somebody at your firm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's fine. Uh, so yeah, I'm a therapist. You're a lawyer. This is us. You just stop doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Saturday night edition. Yeah. So we are doing something we've never done before, which is because we're doing it bi-weekly, we can kind of record it earlier than usual. And we're doing it on a Saturday night, y'all, before Saturday night live, y'all. Stay alive. Stay alive. Uh, 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 stay alive. Uh, so... You know, we're testing, I would say, the time-space continuum in terms of Archie interrupting, Mm -hmm. but we'll see. We feel like we could risk it. So we're doing it on a Saturday night. It's Saturday. We're living on the edge. I mean, we got got my N.A. cocktail. You got got your N.A. beer. beer. Mm -hmm. Man, if only the, you know, I think this candle is going to be a problem. The wick. Do you, guys, do you guys know about these wicks? They're a crackling wood wick, which I thought sounded pleasurable, but I kind of fucking hate it. Mm. Uh, I find it to be, because it, it doesn't sound like a fire. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so you were saying if our 28-year-old selves could see us. Yeah. Hmm. Peering into the future of like, mm. man, you know, like, ugh, I feel like I'm just... I'm not going to be old. I'm just going to like live like this forever. I think you're the and... only one in this room that thought that that was their future. Uh, okay. At did 28, you, you did... were like, you were like, I got maybe a year of me left of this sort of oh, going sure. out, hitting the town. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're just ready for it to be over like right away. I'm just a little bit of a sleepy gal, you know, and I'm also introverted. I've always been introverted mm-hmm. and you know, yeah, no, I, I didn't. And I, I think I had more of a family vision in mind than you did at that time. Cause yeah, if you think about it, 28 for us, it's not like we were 28 at the same time. So when you were 28, where, where were you even in your life? 28. So it would have been like 2010. Were you at Incan yet? Yeah. Yeah. No. How many years? Well, I, I think I passed the bar in 2009. Oh, okay. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you're like baby lawyer. Baby. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, at 28, mm-hmm. I had been working for in my job for um, five years. I had been, you know, it, like to me, it was like I knew that things were going to kind of settle down quite quickly. And I think I knew on some level that I wanted a family and, you know, I think I was socialized to think like, yeah, my next steps are going to be a little bit more tame, but you thought you could Peter Pan your way all the way to your deathbed. Yep. That's, that's what I thought. Just Peter Pan on my way. And some I mean, would you argue? And... I know I'm being like, um, uh, blunt. What would you say? Direct? Direct. Uh, yeah. I, but would you, I mean, that's kind of what you were saying. Oh, yeah. No, I don't know that. Yeah. I don't know if I would have, you know, found a, like a chill speed. I mean, I think I w- at some point I, I would have. I hope. 
don't what know. would have slowed you down? I, I don't mean, know. I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't. I mean, I mean, some people don't. I mean, you really could have been that guy, you know. I guess you know, but I, I mean, at a certain point, like even you know now, like you don't recover as well, you know, like things. Mm-hmm. Your body, you maybe know, your body would have slowed you down. You are tired and. You know, there's just everyone in my life, you know, maybe slowing down a bit. I mean, I was just thinking, like, if you had stayed in Chicago, I don't know. I just think, yeah, who knows? So, how did we even get here? 28. Oh, yeah, just you were basically saying we're losers because we're (laughs) recording this, but before SNL. And then I was thinking, you know, whenever I tell people... Like, oh, yeah, we're going to watch SNL. Like, what are you doing this weekend? I was like, oh, well, we'll probably watch SNL. Like, so-and-so is hosting. And I get a lot of like, oh, you guys do that. I think we might be a rarity. Yeah, I think a lot of people are down on this particular cast. Okay. I think that I've heard people... Like, what, like, like this year or just like in the last couple of years? Last, last couple of years. I okay. Think, I think that... that Sort of, uh, what do you call it, where a bunch of people leave, you know. Exodus? Yeah, like sort of the exodus that happened a couple of years ago. Or like Kate McKinnon left, and there's a lot of old guards that that left. But I like a lot of the people in this. Yeah, me too. This. I think there's some real, like, um, like Marcelo Hernandez is great. and Yeah. And, 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 and the guy who does Trump is so fucking good that I forget. That's a caricature. Mm-hmm. I really want to know if when he does those. They don't really do it anymore. But remember when they used to do that thing where it would be like a list of words that would pop yes, up. Yes, and like, you would like PTI. Yeah, you have yeah. to like incorporate that somehow. And I know. Yeah, we need to know if that was like scripted or if he was just going because and he doesn't know what they're going to hit him with, and he just you know oh goes go and you know. It would, I think also like. Michael Che and Colin Jost um, on Weekend Update, like it, it is routinely good. Yeah, and then like just finally having a black person at that desk, and then that person being as incredible as Michael Che, and then their chemistry with each other is so special. It's just yeah, and like a black person, and then just the whitest, whitest <laughs> milk toast. Oh you God. know, speaking of milk toast, Colin Jost, we're is that right? Oh. <laughs> Milk, Milk Toast, toast Colin Jost. Oh, man. we got to let Che know about that That's one. That's going to be the name of yeah. this episode. And so we were watching, we wanted to watch a movie never seen tonight. And with Archie and Tom and Jerry was the one that we picked. And White Toast Colin Jost mm-hmm. was... White Toast. He it? was, I mean, he was cast because of yeah. his White Toastness. Anyway, so I was just putting that out there to... The people, because I think we might be weird in that way. I don't even know what their like ratings are in terms of like how many people watch Snull. Should we look it up? No idea. And you know, living in Mountain Time as well just makes it so much easier. Yes, oh my, it's amazing. Like if we lived on the East Coast, like just think about eleven thirty to one. Well, it makes you even think about people on the Pacific Coast. I mean, it starts at eight thirty. It's like perfect. Yeah. Okay. Let's see, 4.8 million viewers, and there's like, what, 330,000 of us? 330 million? Sorry, that's what I said. Um, so 4.8. Oh my God, it's like 1% of the population. <laughs> I think in today's ratings, though, TV ratings, I mean, I think that's a pretty good number. I mean, mm. it used to be, like, what was it like for like the Johnny Carson show? It was mm. like... I mean, we didn't have as many options, so you didn't. But I mean, yeah, I mean, it would be like 100 million. I mean, it wasn't 100 million, but it was something where it was like, Mm -hmm. you know, a fifth of the of the country was Mm -hmm. watching that show. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just interesting, and I guess a lot of people maybe catch it on replay. But just thought I'd mention that. Um, Another factor of our um, agedness, loserness. Yeah. So we have a new review. That um, I said I would read them when they came in. So the problem is that I can't read the full 
caption. All I can read is a captivating journey for, I'm guessing you, but it just says Y-O. I don't know what I'm doing wrong, but that's what happened last time. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe it's a captivating journey for young entrepreneurs. Oh, right. Because we're all about that entrepreneurial game. That biz biz. Okay. So what the... um, I kind of let it out, man. I've been trying to hold it in. The bulk of the letter, of the review, is from Topo Chocolate. And it says, With all the charm and warmth of a New England bed and breakfast, Caitlin and John welcome you into their home for frank and endearing discussions across a breadth of topics. With equal servings of courage and reckless abandon, your hosts will often share the very personal inner workings of their marriage and private lives, and how their own emotions and actions have applied to the subject at hand. With hearts on their sleeves, they'll help guide you spelunking through therapeutic exercises, common problems, difficult situations, parenting obstacles, and of course, the current saga of the Detroit Lions. R.I.P. That's not in the review. Hungry listeners are in luck. Between Caitlin's attention to production and John's consistent unpreparedness, fresh content appears to be in perpetuity. It it, it brings a tear to the corner of my right eye. It's a great review, and I much appreciate Top of Chocolate. Um, One interesting component of of this is knowing who the person is who (laughs) made this review. I don't know that this person has ever, A, been to New England, or B, ever stayed at a bed and breakfast anywhere. So I wonder what is Boston New considered New England? Uh, I think it is. I know he's been but to I Boston. I don't think it's the. I don't think that's the New England that this person is referring to. I mean, I think it's like Vermont, New Hampshire, Maine. Mm, I want to go to New England so bad. Yeah. So my goal sets before I die. Goal sets. I was, well, I was talking to um, our friend today. Um, they're going to our friend today. Uh, guy. Okay. And oh, they're going to Cape Cod. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, the price tag for this trip. He's like, I, he's like, he told his wife, if we're ever spending this much money on a, on a vacation again, we're going to like Turks and Caicos. Like he's like, it, it is obscene. The the cost to go to New England. So you're saying it's not going to happen. Well, I think if you go to that place and do, and they're going to be there for like two weeks. I mean, yeah. it's not just like going. Sure. You know. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could do it maybe a little bit. And, and to your point about Boston, he said they fly into Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, but nonetheless, I, I'm curious as to what. Um, but I think depiction of this, that but I think you can to. see, I mean, I think I, I could conjure an image from that term. What is it? What is your image conjure of a, of a new England? Mm, mm. We've got creaky, creaky baseboards. We've got curtains. We've got, um, I'd say three to five rooms. We've got big bay windows. We've got a porch. We've got lots of trees. I can smell something baking, the coffee and the percolator. You smell like salted candles. Murder, <laughs> <We'll> call back. <laughs> murder. Uh, are you? Are you? Do you have a blanket and are you holding like a mug of, of coffee and on a rocking coming? chair, motherfucker, on that front porch? Mm-hmm. I'm a front porch hoe. Whoa. I am like, you just can't. To me, we can thank my friend Nellie. She had the best front porch in the biz. I used to sleep on there, the swing on their front porch, and I would sleep out there in the summer. And it was my favorite place, other than the cabin. It was probably my favorite place in the whole world. Like you'd sleep, you'd sleep at night outside. <laughs> This is things like this like worry me about. And we talked about this before, but Archie like going and doing sleepovers, and I was more worried about this side. But like, like in that, I'm like, oh, what'd you do over there? Ah, we just played with, threw some knives, you know. Like, what, what, I was in high school. Does that make it better? No. Okay. What, I mean, what, I guess relative to the things that what, you could be doing. What's in high the school. concern? Uh, you know, um, freezing. No summer. Uh, 
Summer. 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 Uh, abduction. Um, animals. You know. Animals. Bears. Bear. Okay, there was no bears where okay. I grew up. Um, water moccasins. Eels. Could be eels. How are there eels? Eels go in water on and land. land. Okay. Yeah. They can travel oh, up to a mile on land. Uh, I probably was a mile from the river. Yeah, you could have woken up just like Eel City. Eels everywhere. Yeah. Oof. I didn't I didn't have that problem. But anyway. So what were we talking about? Oh, it's a beautiful review. If you want to write a beautiful review. Both of reviews so far, it's like, listen, we're not like swimming in reviews, but the two that we have are incredibly kind. And I'm just gonna read these whenever I feel sad, sad panda panda. <laughs> Um, so if you want to try to make us cry, it's like, get in line. Yeah. The bar has been set. It's high. Like you can't come in now with reviewers like, and they're both your friends, which I find really offensive. Like all my friends, all my friends are therapists. It's like, come on. Yeah. Like, Ooh, you're, you're putting out the, the therapist bet signal right now for reviews. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I'm just saying, like, yeah. I give you and your friends a lot of shit, but... I got a question about this. They're thing. the only ones logging into their Apple account. This is something that came up today as, as well in my discussions. Um, what do you... Uh, I know that you like oh boy. Las Vegas, but do you... How do you feel I about... I hate, hate... How I say it. Yes, it makes me... Oh my god! I just like I, I immediately feel just like my like I just feel like dry mouth. <laughs> just <laughs> okay. Los Vegas. Okay. Um, do you? I know you. You've you've mentioned that you enjoy going there, but I've only been there once. Uh, I, okay. Okay. Do you? Uh, what do you feel about? I don't think you you don't like gambling. You don't like gambling. Um, I think it's fun for like less than an hour. Okay. All right. You're asking, what do I like about it? No, I'm, I'm just wondering if you have a, of a hard dislike about it. I mean, I was thinking, like, does it just send off all of your therapy things, like being on a gambling floor and just seeing? Yeah, if I stayed there so too much, long, it would be a problem. Right. Like, okay, you got a, you know, substance abuse disorder. Um, well, yeah, you know, I, I have uh, a real thing about being. Before I was even not drinking, I've always had a thing about being like being around very drunk people is not good for my system Mm -hmm. so yeah that's a problem the gambling makes me sad i i like to go because it's like there's dancing and music and people watching and good restaurants and like you know Mm -hmm. um yeah and i don't like the like club pool scene i I mean when i went i went with my parents and my boyfriend at the time to a wedding um and we had a great time, okay. but it was very much like probably like the Disneyland version of Vegas. The Disneyland version? Not Disneyland, but like a cruise. Like it's like a. I didn't go with a bunch of young people, you know, like mm-hmm. uh, we didn't go to any shows. Like it was very. It was great. It was so fun, but I think it was very contextual. Like I think if I went. I would never go to, like, not that this would happen, but, like, I probably would never go to, like, a bachelorette party there, or, like, unless it was somebody I really cared about. But I think I could make it my own. I'm good at, like, carving, mm-hmm. you know. I could make it my own. You find yourself. But I don't, yeah, like, not the spring break woo. I just, you know. Sure. Especially now that I'm not drinking, I think it would be. I've even had people say, like, I've never been to, like, a, a club. And we've joked about going to there and like seeing like Calvin Harris or something like that and and people have said to me like I think if you're not drinking and you're 35 like I think you're <laughs> it's past like you've passed your ability to be able to have that experience which I don't know I I don't I don't know that that's I think I could probably go for a little bit mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I was just wondering if it would just like the overwhelming of like you know you just walk in and like the DSM is just flipped open and it's just like no I don't feel that way I think I just feel I like in that environment just to like be in my like if I if I was going there I would want to dance maybe comedy music like 
I wouldn't want to be thinking about and worried about other people. And I think that is what I feel. I'm not diagnosing people. I just feel worry. Um, so sometimes what I do in environments like that, like I just close my eyes and I just dance. <laughs> <laughs> and then I don't see anything. Yeah. And then I'm just in my own world. Sure. Um, why? Do you want to go to Vegas? Yeah, I, I, it's not a strong, strong pull, but it's been, I mean, it, it's been, what? I mean, I think we, went, I went when we first started dating, yeah. so it's like been 10 years. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, who do you even know? Like, you mentioned like going to see, like, is Calvin Harris even? I don't think so. <laughs> like, is yeah. he a person who even tours anymore? I mean, that's our level of like, yeah. understanding we're, we're with it. We're, we're with, with it. Kids. We are with it. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. We are with it. Yeah. Um, so this week, I don't even really want to talk about my newsletters, to be honest. <laughs> I wrote one last week about, in response to that newsletter that got a We already touched, we touched I, on I, that. I touched on it last week. Yeah. And then the one that will come out on Monday, I wrote about, um, my relationship to like I have this one part that is very dismissive anytime either and I it, it applies to you too so like if I I don't even really let myself think this but like if I notice you really really wanting something or Archie really really wanting something which four-year-old want is probably the most frequent word that he uses I immediately have a part that comes up that's dismissive that's like, you know, just you little shit. Just like you don't need it. It's not going to go like very dismissive. And I was kind of reflecting on that because Archie's very much in this place of like, I want his line this week was like, build me a bigger house and get right to it. Get, yeah. Chop, chop. First of all, we're not going to build anything. Um, but this is not the first... I mean, he talks kind of incessantly about how he doesn't like our house. We don't have stairs. It's tiny to him. And, you know, there's part of me that's like... I don't know. It's I, I'm really trying to, like, not be judgmental to this part of me so I can better understand it. And I think what I discovered is it's... Um, and maybe other people out there will hear that statement and think the same thing and because they have a similar part. Um, but what it came down to is I think I'm afraid wanting things up scares me, scares a part of me. So I have a part that's very, very dismissive, which is that part. And then I have a part that, you know, does want things. And in my newsletter I talked about, like, it's not a lot of material things because I know that won't like the house won't actually resolve anything. I don't think I'm going to feel anything all that different in a different house, but it's more like I, my perfect day, like I would be doing more yoga and more stretching and more reading. And I don't even let myself think about it because I have this like Calvary of what Calvary. Cavalry? Cavalry. Cal Cavalry. Cavalry. That comes in that's like, you know, that's not going to happen for you right now. So why do you even think about it? Yeah. Was there, is there something that you really, really wanted and you felt devastated when you didn't get it that sort of created this protective layer for you? No, I think, you know, it makes me feel like you didn't read my newsletter, but <laughs> I know you did. I'm kidding. <laughs> Sort of. Uh, no, I think... I think some of it is gendered. Like, I think... I... I think my parents had a hard time... Like, spoiled brat was, like, a, a comment that is, like... I, that was very a part... I think it was little little shit right you well the, but those go hand in hand to me but I right. that just came to my head just yeah. now um but to me those are the same thing like you little shit or like you spoiled brat like and those spoiled brat in particular just me just saying that right now like I 
can feel in my chest just like just feeling a lot of shame and like almost like I stepped on a, like a mine I didn't know was there. Like I was just expressing and I can't even think of, I, I honestly, I think I have so much shame about it that I can't even isolate a thing that I would have wanted. But I think what happened was I absorbed the message that like wanting more than you have is, um, undesired. Like that's bad. Like you're a spoiled brat. And, and I think, and it was always said in jest, like it wasn't like nobody was screaming at me, but I think as a little kid, you kind of, even if someone's smiling, kind of laughing and chuckling and being like, oh, that, that little, that little one, um, I, I think I really internalized that, like wanting more than you have is like, there's a word, it's not seedy, but it's like, um, ungrateful. Ungrateful, yeah. Or and it, it was very much tied to other people are going to think that you are this, or like you're not going to be liked, or um, and I, and I think that's the part that comes up when Archie says things like that. Is I kind of wince because I think if anybody else heard that, they probably would think that about him. Mm-hmm. And through fleshing this out, through writing this, you know, I, so he said this earlier this week. And my first reaction is like, you little shit. Like, we have such, we're so privileged. Like, you know. But then, of course, I'm able to zoom out and be like, well, he doesn't know. And comparatively, to be fair, all of the houses he's ever been to are bigger than this one and have stairs. And so, and he's at the age we're comparing is how he's figuring out the world, A. And then B, it really made me rethink my relationship to want. Why am I so scared of that? And, and it kind of, you know, because I'm so into this internal family systems and parts work right now, it helped me really like sit with that for a second and be like, you know, what am I afraid of? And I I think I'm afraid that if I let myself want even just a little bit, it's going to get really, really care. This part thinks it's going to get really, really carried away and I'll never be happy and I'll never be satisfied. But then when I really just like, sit with it this part of me isn't saying like I want all these things it's more like I want you to like you know set more boundaries and like be a little bit more selfish and like ask for more help and um like you know or even have more a little bit more self-discipline like stretch before bed like it's like very simple shit um and I think it was just a really interesting because it really does, it elicits a shame response f- for me. Mm. And I guess yeah. I'm, you know, curious what your relationship to that kind of paradigm, even though it might be different. I think it's very similar. Okay. You know, as I used, we talked about the analogy, I mean, two of us talked about this earlier, but the, the analogy that I have for... um the Detroit Lions and that you've observed that I, um, you know, if something goes well, um, I'm very tempered to say, well, I'm not going to get excited about this. I'm going to, you know, this is going to, it's going to go bad soon. Mm-hmm. And then it's, it's sort of per, that putting in that protective layer. So Warding I do off yeah. disappointment. Yeah. 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 Uh, and so I have that, uh, I don't know that I, I don't think I, it comes from the same, place okay um that you have it i mean i i think i mean there's there's a few like things that i can think of hallmark disappointments that sort of you know put that into play for me Mm -hmm. where it was like okay now i need to not not want so i don't get Mm -hmm. you know don't risk disappointment Mm -hmm. which which i think that's the thing i'm realizing is like the thing that has that fused in my memory is not my experience of disappointment. It was my feeling of I am bad for wanting. Mm -hmm. Like, because I look at it now and it's like, it's not that I was that disappointed, you know? And so I was joking, like when we explained to Archie why we can't buy a new house right now, we really get into like the interest rate issue and whatever. Um, Just kidding. No, I basically (laughs) just explain, you know, how it all works. And, and he goes, okay. Mm -hmm. 
like he's on to the next. He doesn't give a shit. And I think that just like really landed for me is like, that's the thing that kind of got my system all confused was the disappointment. I mean, I can think of a few things in my life where I've been disappointed, but like I've never swang for the rafters. Like I didn't apply to hard colleges. I didn't like, I applied to ones I knew I could get into. And like in grad school, I did get rejected from one. And like, you know, I was like, I cried. I went for a run. It was really sweet. My dad got home and he saw the rejection letter on the counter and like he started driving around trying to find me. Mm. <laughs> it was really sweet. Um, and like I was upset for like a day, <laughs> you know, I didn't even want to go to UW Madison, but like, you know, it was like a bummer, you know, yeah. I mean, I guess I kind of did, but Madison's a great town, but I, I can't think of anything in my life that I was that disappointed about for that, like it fades. And especially if you go for things, you really experiences you really want to have it. Like, I don't know. It's like, I don't think it ever actually crippled me. Um, so, you know, and for me, I'm like looking at like, okay, what does that really look like for me right now? And it's, you know, one of those things is like the IFS training I'm doing in a couple of weeks and, you know, maybe going to a writer's retreat at some point and like, just like putting myself out there a little bit more and, you know, just knowing that I can handle disappointment and, you know, that it's okay that he is demonstrating want. It's, it's a sign of him having a sense of what's interesting to him. Mm -hmm. And what I'm trying to do when he says that every day is I ask like, Oh, interesting. Like, you know, what would you like about a different house? Stairs is obviously Number first one. and foremost yeah. stairs. I mean, stairs, 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 stairs. Gotta have them. So, and he, you know, sometimes he doesn't answer, but sometimes he, you know, he explains and I, you know, it's helping me understand like, you know, what that means to him. Mm. So it's been, I think it was a really worthwhile kind of understanding of that for me and and then I think it also comes up in our relationship a little bit because you like a project we finish one project and we're on to another and I wonder and I get really uh I guess well how do you experience it on your side how you react, react yeah when you're like let's do this um, Ooh, we got we got a chuckle. We got a chuckle. I think uh, he, I experience is, is exasperation from you. That's that's what I said in my thing. Yeah, that that was the that was the feeling I got from people. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. Okay. Yeah. So you. Yeah, I'm just like flinging that right back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Relational trauma is real. Yeah. Okay. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. See, okay, so this is, I think this is, you know, useful. And I think it, it sorry, you go. So exasperation. Yeah, I, I think uh, everything that you are saying, you felt in that, I, you know, I see you. I make you feel. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. But I think it's, it's good though. I mean, I think. I need some tethering. Yes. Yeah. But I think I could do it in a way. I I think, to be honest, this is kind of disgusting, but I think until this point, I always kind of, I touted it as this very like, well, I'm just more like grounded in that way. And, you know, and it's like maybe a little bit, but I'm also scared shitless. Like it's not this like, you know, really pure zen buddha master reaction it's like a lot of it is fear and i'm not asking questions and i'm you know i'm a little bit i'm dismissive mm -hmm. and yeah i can see but I, you're right I'm, I'm definitely not gonna go into these encounters and be like yeah let's do it but i think i could be more mindful of asking questions of of, of noting this part of me that's really scared and being like okay Whew. okay i'm scared and just kind of like taking a breath and being able to be a little bit more there for you to hear like, okay, what would this mean to you? Like, you know, why do you want to do this? And like, you know, 
I think it's kind of like we're done with the other project. I gotta, we gotta, that answer is gonna <laughs> lend you um, no. Uh, what's the word? No leverage. No. Yeah, that's not gonna get you anywhere with me. Mm-hmm. But you know, and I know that's part of it, and I think that is the part that I will always rein in because I want you to be happy, and I don't want you to think that these external things are. You know, I don't think the coffee bar is probably going to click everything into place for you. <laughs> what if it is? What if I'm just a coffee bar away from complete contentment? I think I would be less attracted to you <laughs> if that was the thing that flipped yeah. the switch. Like, oh, how are you doing? I'm, you know, I, I have I, to say. I got uh, <laughs> the final piece of the puzzle put together. You know, I'll, yeah. call, I'll call Mike and be like, I don't think I need any more therapy. I think yeah. we're good. I, I think I found my worthiness in a coffee bar. Yeah. It's just where we are. Yeah. 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 But I think I could do a better job of asking questions, which I think could even could be helpful for you too, for you to be like, okay, why do I want to do this other than like the itch in my ass about it? You know? Um, Maybe I should just do like put, put that out there. Like, you know, uh, do you have a project that you've been wanting to do and been, had trouble planning? Do you want somebody to do all of the labor and putting together the plan and figuring it out? I mean, that's called a project manager. Huh. <laughs> okay. Here yeah. we go. I mean, I think in your retirement, I mean, I, I, I know, I think you know on some level that like not working is probably not going to be the thing for you. But I think you could find something like that, you know, like projects for, you know, people that they want planned out and, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> yeah, you... maybe I'll just like work at, uh, you know, Ikea in that place where like people are like, like oh. building people's kitchens and stuff like my God. Yeah. I'm just, it's planned. It's planned. It's as Olivia Pope would say in scandal, it's handled. Uh, if I... you've been listening to this long enough, you know, John wakes up at like 5am and it's probably once a month I come out here and he's got this shitty ass Lenovo that we're recording this on fired up and he's got this little notebook and there's going to be like a bunch of little tiny chicken scratch and then there's like pictures of little things that he's drawn of just little ideas Mm -hmm. (laughs) and it's like it's so it's um it's so I it's it's actually very endearing it's like this very sweet creative and I don't think you get to be creative enough at work and so it's kind of like my newsletter I mean I think you and I both have this I think everybody has a creative side but read big magic if you don't think this applies to you read big magic if you think it does apply to you it's a great book but I find it what did he fall asleep at his table again oh my god he did Speaking of, you know, just working himself to... Why is he doing this? I don't know. He just doesn't... He doesn't want it... Like he said, oh I... God. You know, he, he just doesn't want to go to sleep. He wants to stay up forever. Oh, my God. He fell asleep uh, at his table. This is the second time in a week he's done this. Should we go move him? Maybe give it a look. Because he was just stern. Like, give it a little bit so he's, like, actually, like, fully... Okay, he's going to yell at you when you try to move him, but he'll... Yeah. He'll, it'll be fine. Uh, what were we talking about? Oh, it's this, it's a really sweet side of you that I think is hard, you know. You don't get to really invest in that much. and But, yeah, I could totally see that being, like, your... What do they call that? Your third act. Mm. You know? Yeah. Like something like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not going to be oh a professional golfer. It's not going to be offensive coordinator for the Trent Lions. It's I don't think be... those things would make you happy. Okay. Yeah. So that's that on the newsletters. I'm, I know for sure the answer to this question is no, but did you write down any topics that you wanted to bring up? Uh, no. Perfect. <laughs> um, Just, you know, I've got to keep, this is what the reviewers uh, expect of, a, of us. Yeah. So I don't want to disappoint them. Right, 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 Speaking right. Speaking of disappointment. Um, so one thing I had that I wanted to quickly chat about, this one might be shorter because Snull and we have to move our child from 
table. From table to bed. Um, so. Speaking of that, though, did you have that in like, like in uh, elementary school where they would have quiet time? You have to put your heads down on your desk and they turn off the lights. Uh, I don't remember that. The only time I remember putting my head down on my desk was heads up, seven up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or uh, was that heads up, seven up? Or was it like? And like, why do we Hello, play Mr. that game? Hello, Mr. Judge. Oh, I don't know that game. Okay. Yeah. What weird shit we did in school. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so I was listening to my care package playlist that I made. It's on the newsletter of anybody, um, my self-care newsletter that came out. Got some real bangers. It's, I mean, it's all bangers, baby. Yeah. And one of them on there is the song that we named Archie after, which is called Marry Me, Archie, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or no, it's Archie, Marry Me. And I was thinking, well, first, let me see if it'll go the, go to the chorus. It's possessed. Just get out of the app. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, backseat phone driving. Yep. Are we... So I love that song. I think it's a beautiful song. It got really popular the summer we started dating. We, you know, we thought it was possible our child would have red hair. We thought Archie would be cute for that reason. He's blonde as blonde can be. Is Colin, Colin Jost, white toast Colin Jost. Is he? He's blonde, yeah. Um, it's like a great song, but then I played it for him a while ago and his response was, I'm not married. And, and then I thought, are we cool or weird that we named our son after a song about marrying Archie? Well, I don't think we, (laughs) I don't think we named it after the song because thematically we felt it fit with a child. I mean, I think we just were like, oh, that's a cool name. Yeah. And then we had that locked in there, and then... I know, there was really no other contenders. Right. And then, yeah. But then when he was born, it just so happened that um, the royal child... uh, Mm, Yes, was born in, like, June or something, and then he was born in October. But we already had that name on lock. Right. Which and is, Megan and Harry didn't even ask us. It's like, guys, yeah. just you could I mean, have called knew, us. They knew you were pregnant. Yeah. It's like, so what of this? I mean, just royal privilege. You yeah, know? right. Exactly. So anyway, okay. So you think it's fine. I think it's fine. Okay. I'm not, I'm not worried that it's like, is this some sort of, you know, I don't think it's creepy. Foreboding of like an Oedipus complex that we were already putting in place. Is, I mean. Well, it just like, it felt cooler at the time. And now I'm like, you know, someday people are going to be like, oh, you know, like, uh, where'd your parents get that name? And is it, is he going to be like, it's this song called Archie Marry Me? <laughs> anyway, yeah. just these are the thoughts I have. Yeah, I don't, I don't think... Uh, you don't think that's a concern yeah, we have? I'm not concerned about that. Okay. Yeah. And then the other thing that we don't have to do today, but we could because we have time. And you can have a piece of paper out. Do you know what I'm about to say? No. So I was watching a Friends episode a couple weeks ago now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there was a challenge... On the episode, I think it was a Thanksgiving episode. I want to say season six, and Chan- your encyclopedic knowledge of Friends is just yeah. I mean, people. Some people know more than me because, but yeah, I remember Jonell, who I used to work with. Yeah, he. Uh, I know. I remember. I remember you saying that, and we never got to test it out. So the um, the. Challenge was name all 50 states in six minutes. And you said that that sounded doable. Yeah. So we won't wait for you, but I'm going to, I'll pause and I'll give you six minutes and then we will come back and see how you do. Does that sound fair? Yeah. Okay. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. 
Okay. So you ready to go? Okay. When I say start, you can start writing, okay? Okay. One, two, three, go. He's off. We'll come back in six minutes. Okay. So we stopped, and he's got 46, which I think might be the exact number that Ross had before he had an absolute meltdown and tried all night to figure it out. So I'll give you, just like in the show, I'll give you maybe a minute here to think about. Think about what? Can you think of any more? Did you? Because you eventually stopped writing, right? Like you weren't writing the whole time. No, yeah. Yeah, you couldn't think of any more. Yeah, I got stopped. Mm. Why don't you read the ones you have? Okay. Alaska, Arkansas, Alabama, California, Connecticut, Nebraska, Louisiana. Indiana, Illinois, Iowa, Michigan, Montana, Missouri, Mississippi, Ohio, Oklahoma, Maine, Vermont, Massachusetts, Rhode Island, Hawaii, North Dakota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, Pennsylvania, Virginia, West Virginia, New York, Kentucky, Tennessee, Texas, Florida, Georgia, Wyoming, Washington, Oregon, Nevada, Arizona, North Carolina, South Carolina. Come on, raise up. Take your shirt off. Swing around like a helicopter. Colorado, Minnesota, Wisconsin, New Mexico, New Jersey, Delaware. Delaware is the one that Ross couldn't remember. Okay, let me look. I thought you would have drawn a map. Yeah. So I was trying to just do it like alphabetically and just sort of keep that. But then like I kind That's of. That's such got... a weird way to do it. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm sure other people out there will hopefully join us on that experiment. I Should I try it? Well, no, because I've already, you know, maybe at a different time you can try it. Oh, you feel like you gave me all the hints? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, maybe next time I'll try. Yeah. I think, you know, because I, I kind of would just go through. I, like drawing the, a map is the only way. Is Oregon on there? Yeah. Okay. Utah? No, Utah's one. Okay. Did you say New Mexico? Yep. Okay. Utah, Idaho, Wyoming? Yeah, I said that. Okay. Nebraska, um, Tennessee. Oh, Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> okay. Kansas. <laughs> okay. Um,. Minnesota? Yep. Okay. Um, Iowa, Ohio, Missouri? Yep. Okay. Um, Oklahoma? Yep. Okay. Uh, Mississippi? Yep. Okay. Um, Alabama? North and South? Carrows? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Virginia, Pennsylvania... Ohio, Michigan, Indiana, and then there's Maine. You say Maine, mm-hmm. New Hampshire, Vermont, Connecticut. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Okay, New York. Um, yeah, so I'm up in the Northeast. Maine, Vermont, New Hampshire. Massachusetts, New Jersey. Mm-hmm. Okay, is Washington D.C. What's that? It's a uh, district. A district. Okay. okay hmm. So, list of the states. Which one of these didn't I have? You have three missing, right? Two missing. Two left. Okay. Mm-hmm. I know. Colorado. Oh, Maryland. Maryland. Oh, and then New Hampshire, I think. Oh, I said New Hampshire. You did? Yeah. Yeah. New Hampshire, okay. Well, there you go. So, no. No, I can't, I guess. I think if you had done a map, 
You would have gotten Utah and Kansas for sure. Maryland, I think, and those other two, I think, could be mm. lost yeah, in the shop. And I was going up the, you know, the New England bed and breakfast round that yes. I've always dreamed of right. going down. Right. And, uh, yeah, New Hampshire was, was lost. Or Maryland, I should have. You know, Baltimore. Right. You know, the wire. The Ravens. The Ravens, yeah. Okay. Okay, well, that's a little... Um, <laughs> anyone wants to partake they can Mm -hmm. so that is going to be it's a little bit of a shorter one for us this week because we had to get situated for snow yeah so thanks for listening and if you missed last week's last times we're gonna kind of do every other week just for now until we have more time which could be years from now so stay tuned and yeah see you in a decade yeah see you in a decade and Rate and review us on Apple and Spotify, wherever you listen. And just a quick thank you to, got a few new paid subscribers this week. So just wanted to say thank you to those people who support the newsletter and support this podcast. It is really meaningful um, and supports our ability to do this. So thank you so much. And if you want to be a paid subscriber, you can, or even if you just want to subscribe to the newsletter, there's a link in the show notes And you can head on over there and get a better sense of what we're talking about if none of this makes any sense to you. (laughs) So we will chat with you soon. Booge. 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 All right, Archie. So tell me, how was your day? Good, 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 good. I wonder if this is a life hack to get you to keep talking to us about your Hi, everyone. Quick disclaimer. The information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only. This podcast does not provide any professional or medical advice. Anything written or spoken should not be a replacement for medical, clinical, professional advice, diagnosis, or medical intervention. If you take any action as a result of what you consume on this podcast, this is based solely on your decision, and this podcast cannot be held liable for the consequences of any action or inaction. By consuming this podcast, you agree that there have been no guarantees made about the results of taking any action, whether recommended or not. This podcast provides educational and informational resources that are intended to help readers and listeners thrive in their lives. You nevertheless acknowledge that your ultimate success or failure will be the result of your own efforts, circumstances, and the innumerable factors beyond the control and scope of this newsletter and podcast. Accessing and otherwise utilizing this podcast does not create a therapist-client relationship. Nothing in dialoguing is meant to be a replacement for the services provided by a trained mental health or medical provider.